13 people dead. A massacre by any standard. More would die over the following decades. Hate, violence, bitterness, death passed on to generation after generation. The family line devastated by a rare disease, Von Hippel Lindau. The family tree's consequences were tumors of the eyes, tumors of the ears, the pancreas, and adrenal glands leading to death and brokenness between lovers, friends, and family. The plague haunting this family came known and was called madness disease. What could possibly cause generations of suffering? What hideous act leads to generations of early death and madness? What kind of sinister action could define a family line and produce books, movies, and television series watched worldwide? Hate, violence, suffering? When's the last time you had a professional marriage expert give you advice, proven strategies to help you overcome the miserable arguments and fights that keep coming back again and again and again? You know what I'm talking about. Is your relationship struggling with difficulty communicating? Maybe it's just a lack of intimacy and feeling disconnected. Or maybe you feel stuck because of those same stupid arguments you just can't seem to get past. Hey, if resentment is becoming a problem, don't waste another moment. Join the VIP inner circle. Head on over to smalleyinstitute.com and get live help throughout the week with yours truly, me. Allow me the chance. I want the chance to help, to give you the proven strategies that I know work. I've researched these things personally, and anything I'm going to use to help you has been proven effective by other researchers. So I'm telling you these things work. Personalized coaching Well, that's not all you're going to get. With the VIP Inner Circle membership, you'll gain instant access to a massive vault of marriage education online courses. You're going to get downloadable couples exercises. Man, you can print these things out and use them in the moment to make sure your relationship doesn't become miserable. You'll have access to free monthly webinars and very cool online assessments to help you know exactly the growth areas for you that need to change. Smalleyinstitute.com. Join the family with the VIP Inner Circle membership. Oh, and one other thing. Join me live September 11th through the 13th for a three-day virtual couples retreat. By the end of the first day alone, you're going to have a marriage dream statement, which is basically a vision statement. Why is this important? Because it's critical to know the purpose for your marriage and having a clear vision of what you want your marriage to be and how you want it to impact your children and community. Develop this vision and purpose for your marriage and watch your struggles become totally irrelevant.
after you have this real live marriage vision statement, Saturday and Sunday are going to focus on sexual intimacy, healthy communication, and lots of chances for Q&A so I can help you specifically. Register today. Spots are limited for the Married on Purpose live virtual couples retreat, September 11th through the 13th. You can do it right now. Don't waste another second. Smalleyinstitute.com. What kind of sinister action could define a family line and produce books, movies, and television series watched worldwide? Hate, violence, suffering, a pig. Yeah, you heard me right. A pig. We're focusing on understanding generational sin. The whole birth of the of the series you're about to hear on the podcast and that VIP members only get to experience in the online course is because of the VIP membership. So it was in these daily conversations that I get to have with people focused and determined to get on that journey towards healing, just getting the support, the community, the encouragement that they need. It was in those daily conversations that the theme of generational sin kept coming up. So I finally asked, hey, you want me to do something specific? We could meet every week. So we're going to start meeting And we had the first one recently on a Thursday morning every week, and we're going to go deeper and unpack what is generational sin, what does it mean, how does it impact us, how do we break it, and how do we pass on blessing and strength down, down our family line that's starting with us. So understanding generational sin, one of the things that I came up with was inherited misfortune of certain people passed on from their ancestors, resulting in specific signature sins to the third and fourth generation. Of course, that last part is coming straight out of Exodus 20, verse 5. But a pig started the universally known family feud of who? Well, it was birthed in the Appalachian Mountains, And it was between the Hatfields and McCoys in 1878. This is how it all got started. In 1878, Randolph McCoy accused Floyd Hatfield of stealing one of his hogs. The matter actually ended up in trial with the star testimony coming from Bill Stanton. Who's Bill? Well, he's a McCoy who married a Hatfield. Stanton, though made a big error, Stanton sided with Hatfield and was later shot dead by Sam McCoy, his own family. In in a 2007 study, a team of doctors and geneticists who had studied dozens of McCoy descendants noted an unusually high rate of von Hippel-Lindau disease a rare inherited condition that produces, as I mentioned earlier, all the tumors of the eyes and ears and pancreas and adrenal glands. Here's the kicker. 
This is what's so crazy about this disease. Not only does it produce tumors, it also leads to high blood pressure, a racing heartbeat, and increased fight-or-flight stress hormones. What? If you've listened recently or to other stuff that I do, one of the worst things when it comes to dealing with difficult conversations is when you get flooded. What is flooding? High blood pressure, racing heartbeat, increased fight-or-flight stress hormones. This disease totally sets you up to be flooded and flooded to the nth degree. No wonder this feud went on so long. The researchers also collected numerous oral histories from family members detailing the combative and often obviously violent nature of the McCoy family dating back to the feud's roots. Dr. Atuk at the University of Virginia in Charlottesville, and he's also a geneticist, and then from the University of Pennsylvania, studied the family for more than 30 years. One of the descendants, Rita Reynolds, said madness disease. She's the one who coined it. They went back on the genealogy and all that stuff, she said. They called it madness disease. They said that it had to be coming from the VHL. I have no idea what the heck VHL stands for. I'm going back over the quote. Oh, the Von Hippel-Lindau disease. Wow, how did I not know that? I'm having a little bit of an off day today in my mind. So they said that it had to be coming from the VHL. Our family would just go off, even on the doctors. So we're talking about generational sin or generational curses. And one of the first things I discovered in starting to research this stuff is that we need to know the difference between a generational curse or a generational consequence. So a generational curse requires a supernatural power inflicting harm or punishment to an entire line of people, right? This is possible. We know there are demonic beings that are hell-bent on destroying us. So we know that's possible. And we can't say that a demonic being can't attach itself to a family because, hey, keep pushing where the pushing is easiest. To deal with a generational curse, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to go down to a spiritual warfare. We need to use spiritual warfare tactics. That's why in this course, on this post, you can download exposing the hidden agenda. And sorry, friends, if you're not you know, if you're not part of that VIP membership, you will not be able to. VIPers, the download is right here. Exposing the hidden agenda. That is one of the best bondage-breaking exercises I've ever known and I've ever done. You can download it and you can do it immediately, especially if the Holy Spirit prompts you that, yeah, you got some generational curse going on. So you want to deal with that as if it's not as if it's. You need to deal with it on a spiritual warfare level. So that's a generational curse. A generational consequence results in the passing of destructive behaviors due to unkind reactions to sin, right? I talk about this all the time. It comes down to how kind do you react 
when the other person is being a turd. How kind are you? When you're not, you're going to pass on that stuff to your kids and your kids' kids and the kids' 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 kids. Outbursts of anger, stonewalling, anxiety, fear, negative beliefs, lack of trust are all consequences. So those are behaviors that are consequences to alcoholism, emotional abuse, physical abuse, unnecessary divorce, right? Which I say that specifically because there's too many divorces that never needed to happen. And when mom and dad post-divorce continue not getting along, there's major consequences to the kids. So consequences of addictive behavior, abandonment, rejection, choices to control and manipulate, all those ways of behaving and reacting are going to leave consequences for your kids. Our choices today impact our children, our children's children, our children's children's children, and our children's 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 children. That's four generations that I'm going to negatively impact by my poor reactions. So if you don't think learning how to react better, eh, you know, whatevs, I am who I am, you're an idiot. Sorry, don't mean to be hurtful. But seriously, you got to get you got to get your your act together because this has con- consequences for generations. Hank Hinegraaff, who I have a lot of respect for, the Bible answer man, indeed, when ancient Israel quoted the proverb, the fathers eat sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge, that's Ezekiel 18.2, God responded in no uncertain terms, as surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, you will no longer quote this proverb in Israel. The soul who sins is the one who will die. Whoa. Our families have the most significant influence on our lives. Over the years, I've comforted worried parents, right, who are fearing the consequences of their poor behavior and how it's going to impact negatively their kids. I've used so many times the line, look, our kids are leaving our home with baggage. There's no avoiding it because of sin, so none of us are perfect. Our job is a, if we want to be a great parent, we're trying to keep their baggage down to a carry-on. That's our goal. It can't be there's no baggage. There's going to be baggage, but let's not be so crazy and out of control that they leave with suitcases and trunks and specially bought things that are just massive because, because we've behaved so poorly. I, you know, that was my goal. I didn't want my kids leaving my home with anything more than a carry-on and dog on it. I've made some incredibly stupid choices and um, addictions and uh, passivity and timidity. And, man, there's, yeah, my kids are leaving definitely with more than a carry-on. I have to be okay, though. I can't, look, I might set my kids up to fail, But if they fail, that's on them. That's a hard truth, but it is. I cannot be held responsible. Can I take ownership that I made life hard? Can I take ownership 
that my behavior kind of set uh, Mount Everest in front of them, that they're going to have to scale one of the most dangerous, I think the most dangerous mountain on our planet in order to be healthy? Yeah, I can, and I need to. And I need to work on it, and I need to get better. However, if I put Mount Everest in front of them, Jesus says, dude, chica, you got to climb over, man. You don't have an option. The best thing, though, is they can do it. Because, sure, if they try to do it on their own strength, they're probably going to die or fail. But if they rely on Christ, if they believe that Jesus is who he said he is, He'll do it. So their job is going to be to surrender. Their job is going to be to trust and have faith. And he'll do it. He'll turn that Everest into rubble if we, if we run to him. So on that day, my friend, yeah, Jesus, there are no excuses, right? So hopefully, you know, no time soon. But when one of my kids graduates to heaven, Jesus is not going to excuse any poor behavior on their part by, oh, man, you know, Cole, I'm so sorry your dad was bad. Come on in. It's okay. Or Reagan, oh, what a foolish father you had. Don't worry about all the terrible things you chose to do, the mass murdering, child trafficking, right? I mean, yeah, she may have had a hard childhood, but there are no excuses in heaven. Generational curses, and this is important, so I'm going back now, right? We have generational consequences. Generational curses are actually foreign to Scripture. And and that was surprising to me, actually. But Scripture really doesn't deal with it. They don't really talk. It doesn't really talk. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just we have really misinterpreted generational consequences with generational curses that, well, this is all due to a demonic presence. No, the vast majority of things are just going to be those generational consequences. Ezekiel 18, verses 19 and 20. This is amazing. This is the message version. Do you even need to ask? So why does the child not share the guilt of the parent? Isn't it plain? It's because the child did what is fair and right. Since the child was careful to do what is lawful and right, the child will live truly and well. The soul that sins is the soul that dies. The child does not share the guilt of the parent, nor the parent the guilt of the child. If you live upright and well, you get the credit. If you live a wicked life, you're guilty as charged. A reward is waiting for us when we understand the difference between curse and consequence. The chaos of our life, right? The chaos. I don't know what chaos is. I told you I'm having a hard day, so back off. And I'm aggressive. Good gracious. I don't know what's going on. The chaos of our life and broken relationships comes down to a choice. Do we choose to follow the commands of Christ or do we decide to keep passing down the sins of our fathers? That's the choice. We all have one. I'm not a victim. I don't have to have all these issues. What I can do is acknowledge 
what did I get positively from my family of origin? And what did I come out with that are negative things from my family of origin? And now I have a choice. I can do what comes natural to me, or I can choose to reject that and begin a new generation. I can break those consequences. It can start with me, and I can start I can start leading a generation where child after child after child after child can live in harmony, that can be at peace, that, you know, that their kids' kids are leaving the home with that carry-on. I've got a choice. Today, are you willing to make it? Don't forget, how could you possibly want to miss out on 24-7 digital access to coaching from me, yours truly? You get a growing library of videos, a path towards healing your pain, tools to shape your communication and intimacy, assessments to guide you, and a community of support from people who are going to cheer you on as you journey to the relationship you want. I look forward to our conversations as part of the VIP Inner Circle membership.